Welcome to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Here's your host, Hans Christian Wittinghus. Hello guys and girls and welcome back to another episode of A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. It's been almost a month since my latest episode, but that doesn't mean I haven't had anything to tell you guys about. I've simply just been way too busy uh, with different stuff and also had a one week holiday in Cape Verde to take care of. Now I'm back though and I'm ready to tell you all about what's been going on in the past few weeks for me and also what's on the calendar for me leading up to Christmas. So let's just get straight into it as I don't want this episode to last for hours. Enjoy. So one of the things I've been doing uh, in the last while, while I've been uh, quiet on this platform, is that uh, I did a very long interview with Ben Beckman. If you guys don't know Ben, you should start following him on uh, on his social media, on Instagram and YouTube. He's creating uh, different kinds of content, uh, all related to badminton, of course, and the, uh, the international tour, the BWF World Tour. Um, he is doing a video on my career, so we did a two-hour interview uh, talking about all things about my career from the very start when I started playing as a five-year-old and until the uh, the final international tournament uh, I played in Norway. Uh, and why am I telling you guys this, since the video has not been released by Ben Beckman yet, is simply because that full two-hour interview is actually exclusively available for all the patrons of my podcast. So on patreon.com slash if you start uh, supporting my podcast and you can do that with uh, any amount uh, even one dollar a month as little as that and you can stop your uh, your support at any time so if you support with any amount you will have access to this full two-hour interview i'm splitting splitting it up into four episodes and uh, the first one of 35 minutes has already been released the next one will be released on monday so if you're interested in, in watching that, go check out patreon.com slash where you can also get loads of other benefits from uh, supporting the podcast, like uh, one-on-one talks with me. You can get video analysis of your uh, of your own matches and you can get some uh, video messages if that is what you want. So go check it out on patreon.com slash Anyway, apart from that, I've been uh, up to quite a bit of... Uh, coaching actually for the last few weeks especially uh, with my uh, not the last week where i was on holiday but before that uh, with my club Vido. Um and i think one of the things that's quite interesting for me um, to do the coaching now is actually the challenge of coaching players at very different levels so i coach anything from uh, yeah the youngest i have is 14 years old and the oldest is uh, is 46 um, the level is from like very serious players to just recreational players that plays uh, maybe twice a week. Uh, I think it's uh, it's very uh, it's very interesting to to try and coach them, especially in the uh, in the match situations, because in some ways I need to try and simplify a little bit how I think about badminton, because obviously none of the players I'm coaching are at the same level as. I've been playing at for the past few years, not to sound arrogant or anything, it's just the reality. Um, so I kind of need to adjust my thinking into like how these players understand the game and think uh, think about the game so it doesn't really 
help them if I give them a lot of advice that's maybe like uh, too too complex. Um, and it, it is actually a little bit of a challenge for me, but I think it's also a very healthy exercise for me to to learn how to think about the game in a in a different way and and adjust it to every single player. I think this is a, a very fun challenge, and I, I imagine it's actually a bit of the same for the coaches at the highest level that not all players needs to be coached in the same way. We all play the game a little bit differently, understand it differently and, st and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's just one of the things that I really thought about in this uh, period where I've been coaching more than it is, that it is uh, it is quite interesting trying to, to figure out the best way to help each individual uh, who understand things a bit differently. Apart from that, I've, uh, as I said, been on a holiday, one week trip to uh, Cape Verde with my family, my wife and my uh, son. It was a holiday with no training whatsoever. I played water polo for uh, a couple of hours one of the days with a lot of the other guests there. Um, that was quite hard. Actually, uh, in the first hour, I was playing with Vincent on my arm for most of the time, so that was, uh, that was pretty physically tough. Um, we played tennis for about half an hour and football for maybe 15 minutes. So that was about all the exercise I got for uh, during that week. But I also needed a week off because I went almost straight to Cape Verde after playing a Danish Grand Prix tournament called Lillerød Grand Prix. I played that uh, in the final weekend of uh, November. And the reason why I played that tournament, it's for basically for all the best players in Denmark that are just below the national team level. There's a few of the national team players that has to play as well. But it's in general all the best players that are not part of the national team setup that will play. You need to play two of these events to be eligible to play at the Danish Nationals, which I intend to play in February next year. Um, I already played one of these Grand Prix tournaments in men's doubles earlier this season, so now I played uh, another one in men's singles. I made it all the way to the final, but uh, the reason why I needed uh, to have this holiday off right after is that I played four matches in uh, the span of 27 hours. So that was like really, really tough for me. Three of the matches went into three games. Uh, and yeah, it was just physically very, very tough for me. Uh, I'm, I'm in decent shape, but I'm not really in shape to play several matches in the same day. So like I played two matches Saturday and then another two on, uh, on Sunday. So no time to recover really. And uh, yeah, as I said, four matches, tough matches in uh, in 27 hours. I really, yeah, I was really feeling it in my body in the final. I started cramping up a little bit. Uh, I almost managed to uh, to steal that one away from Victor Kaufmann, but lost 21-19, 22-20. Uh, uh, Decent uh, performance for me, uh, won three, three tough matches uh, in the quarterfinal. I beat William Bovia, the guy who finished my international career in Norway, so it was nice to uh, to get my uh, kind of revenge in that match. Uh, but yeah, I, I actually I didn't feel too good going into the tournament, and in the first match I felt like my game was a bit rusty also in the second one, but I kind of uh, felt like the game got better and better, so for me it was also good to get some, uh, some match practice actually. But uh, in terms of the yeah the physical uh, physical part uh, yeah it was it was maybe a little bit too tough and uh, yeah I played the final on Sunday uh, and I didn't stop feeling uh, yeah the pain and aching in my body until Thursday actually next week so I was I was uh, <laughs> feeling uh, pretty sore all the way until uh, yeah up until Thursday the uh, the following week but anyway I uh, I managed to uh, to play 
decent, got a decent result, and uh, now I'm eligible to play the uh, Danish national, so now I don't have to play any more of these tournaments. There's only one left, which is quite far away from uh, where I stay, so I'm gonna skip that one. Another couple of things I've been doing is uh, an event in a city called Vegaluse where I had to coach kids from all the way from six, seven years old up until 18 years old uh, for an hour. Then I had another hour where I was coaching senior players who were all between 35, but most of them were actually between 60 and 80 years old. So that was also quite fun. I haven't uh, done a lot of training for, uh, for veterans of, uh, of that age. Uh, but it was it was actually a lot of fun, and they all really uh, like tried their best, worked really hard, and uh, none of them had really received any like proper training before. So it was uh, it was a quite uh, fun uh, fun night I had there, and I uh, had to do also a a small talk afterwards and uh, and a Q and A where they could uh, ask any questions they wanted. So I had a very nice evening there. Um, and yeah, again, these kind of events, I really enjoyed doing them. I also did one for one of the partners of the Olympic uh, Committee in Denmark. Um, so one of the uh, commercial partners uh, where I had to like set up a doubles tournament, give them some advice and uh, yeah, just have fun for a couple of hours. I've also been part of a, like a, uh, a seminar that was set up for all the head coaches of the different sports in Denmark. So like uh, swimming, cycling, handball, badminton, shooting, fencing, whatever. So everyone were invited. I think there were like 35 coaches present. And then we had the seminar where the, a part of the seminar was a debate about uh, the culture in, uh, in our training environments and how it has evolved over the past uh, 15, 20 years. And since I've been part of the national team set up in badminton for, for 18 years, they thought uh, I would be a good person to be part of this uh, discussion panel. So I was there with a the, uh, CEO, the CEO of swimming and also uh, one of the best sports psychologists from Denmark. So we had a few discussions and also all the coaches uh, could then chip in with the, their view uh, on things and ask for uh, like what our view were on, on different topics related to that. So that was really interesting and a very, uh, very cool task to be uh, asked to do. So again, I hope to do even more of this in the future. And uh, luckily there are still quite a few who's reaching out uh, to me for doing stuff like this. And uh, I think it's really fun, it's really interesting. And I also get to meet a, a lot of uh, interesting people while I do it. So yeah, hopefully I can uh, carry on doing this for, uh, for quite a while. So let's move on to what's coming up for me up until Christmas at least. Of course, there will be more coaching. Actually, already this Saturday, I will uh, coach the second and third team in uh, in my club, Vidal. We have the final matches of this year before uh, the, uh, the Christmas break uh, and also a big Christmas party afterwards. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'll try to, uh, to not get uh, too drunk and uh, go too crazy because next week I have a French league match. Uh, I will also have Swedish league match coming up. And so I have a couple of matches I need to uh, be in decent shape for, but uh, yeah, I can always play one match. So it's a little bit different if it was like a, a long tournament where I had to be in shape for four or five days in a row. This is only a one match. So I can get do a little bit of drinking on Saturday. At least that's what I'm telling myself, but I need to also get back into training. I started training 
Uh, on Tuesday, so two days ago, when I came back from Cape Verde and I trained again today, and I yeah I'll do a bit more to to be uh, ready for the matches in France and uh, Sweden. Uh, I need to be able to perform in uh, in those matches, and I'm very certain that I uh, I will be. I am actually quite happy with um, with where I am in terms of my game and uh, my movement. Um, I was expecting it to be worse when I was training for the past couple of days, so that's that's good at least. Apart from that, I will. Uh, Tomorrow I will record an episode with Battenson Weekly, the uh, the weekly magazine on YouTube that BWF releases. We will uh, do a uh, a longer preview of the World Tour Finals, which are to be played next week. So that's going to be uh, interesting and fun to be part of. I made a deal with the Badminton Weekly or In Front, who's who's uh, doing the show, that next year I will do uh, I will be an expert on eight of the uh, the shows during the year so i got a contract for that so that's quite nice so uh, yeah hopefully you guys uh, enjoy seeing that program i think it's a quite nice one it always lasts around 15 minutes and i think they release it every single monday when that's been a world tour tournament i will also record a podcast with raj usef toby penty and fontaine chapman they are all ex-international professional players and they have a podcast they call uh, the good and the Babinson podcast so i'll record that next week and uh, i'll of course let you guys know so you can uh, hear that episode hopefully i'll also do a shorter one uh, for you guys here on a and two with the uh, here on two with video sorry so that's also part of the plan i also need to have some talks with the the Polish Badminton Federation about some possible cooperation uh, next year where I uh, I will help out with the, some of their singles training both in Poland but also maybe some of them will come to Denmark for uh, yeah, a few visits so that should be quite interesting and uh, yeah I'm really looking forward to it I'm also really looking forward to getting back into competitive badminton with the uh, matches in uh, in Sweden and France uh, in the next few weeks. So that's basically what's on the cards and uh, I think that's also what was on the uh, card for today. I think I hope that you guys uh, enjoyed the episode, found it interesting and uh, as always if you have any topics that you want me to take up, please uh, send me a message and uh, I will uh, look into it. Thanks everyone for listening. I will be back soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, share and leave a comment in iTunes or your preferred podcast app.